hello, hello. Welcome back to Sessions G Podcast. I am your host, Gabriella Love. Um, we've got our intuitive session number seven on today. And I thought I'd do something interesting today. I've actually um, Googled number seven numerology, and apparently number seven resonates with the vibrations and energies of the collective consciousness, um, as well as faith and spirituality, spiritual awakening, awareness, enlightenment, development, mysticism, intuition, inner knowing, on and on and on it goes. Um, I thought that was really interesting and, a, and an interesting and fun way to get this started. We have a wonderful guest with us today. Her name is Sophia. I will let her introduce herself in just a moment. Uh, before that, thank you again for tuning in, and I hope you enjoy this as much as I'm sure we will. Sophia, welcome. Hi, thank you. I'm so excited to be on this awesome podcast. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Glad you feel that way. How's it How's it going? How are you? How am I? I am, I am really, really good. I'm really, really good. I actually just um, wrapped up a podcast with someone else and uh, it was incredible. Just so many beautiful conversations, so many things shared. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I always leave these conversations feeling very warm and loved and uh, connected. And uh, I'm looking forward to integrating all of this today. It's such a beautiful day out. So I'm really looking forward to just getting out there and being with this beautiful planet um, and integrating all of these conversations. So that's how I'm doing. How are you doing? I'm, uh, I'm, in, I'm in positive spirits. We had a beautiful sunset yesterday that casted across um, the city. Um, there was so much um, pictures taken and recordings of it. Um, it's just a cute sign of hope ahead, you know, because a cycle had come to an end for me as of today. And I'm looking forward to the future, the end of this, this interesting year that we had. So mm -hmm. it's definitely been an interesting year. Um, what, what kinds of things had like, what has it been like for you? Um, it's been, it's been an, it's been an inner journey. So, um, like I've kind of a little bit spoken to you about, I've been on like a, a journey inwards the last three years and I discovered all kinds of interesting things about me and the world around me and who I really am. And, um, you know, being lost in kind of the, the physical world for so long, trying to find things outside of me that excite me. So this year was really the year of um, silence and being able, having the world to be more, more quiet than the normal was able, uh, I was able to be within silence at this time and then go inward. So the summertime I was by the river, I connected to source. Um, I started teaching myself um, ancient philosophy. So ancient East Asian philosophy, Confucius and Latsu. I was teaching myself a lot about Wu Wei, which mm -hmm. going with the flow, and because I had an ongoing issue of anxiety throughout my my life, and I opted out from medication. So I said, I'm going to do an inner journey, and I'm going. There's there's a red button alarm going on in me, and I'm gonna go and uh, discover what's going on in, inside of me. So by the river, on a rock, <laughs> watching it, watching it change the colors, watching it, you know, it kind of just do its thing. And I learned a lot about flow 
and mm-hmm. flowing. And then as of recent, and then, um, you know, and then I had school, so I'm in university and that's taken up 90% of my time. And then I just recently uh, closed out, I call them cycles uh, in our lives. We have, we have cycles that we go through. And I just closed out a cycle and now I'm currently on a cycle of inner childhood healing. So that's how my husband. <laughs> beautiful. I love that you're using the words uh, closing out cycles. I think that's so beautiful. That resonates with me for sure. Um, for me, I, I think that there are microcosmic cycles as well as macrocosmic cycles. And, and uh, in the context of my own life, a macrocosmic cycle is definitely um, me being back in Brampton where I first began um, to meditate and I, I first began to kind of have those uh, moments and conversations with either the river or the moon or um, just uh, earth in general and myself. Um, so now being um, 30 years old, um, and and coming back to this place and coming back to these uh, places that I frequented, um, yeah, it's definitely a closing out of a cycle, as you say. And that's such a beautiful way of putting it. Really, really cool. So, how did that all start for you? The spiritual journey. Um, I think it started by being too much, I guess, in my ego the most of my life. So. I was learning. I was just suffering. I guess it came from. I was. It was 2017, end of the year. Cycles were tending to close. I was not closing them. Lessons were tending to be let, learned. I was not learning them. Life had been piling up. Emotions were unstable. Signs and signals were trying to reach me. You know, throughout my life, we were never taught how to spiritually feed ourselves. We were only taught how to egotistically feed ourselves you know let's keep consuming let's keep having sex let's keep let oh maybe let's do some drugs listen to some music that's really not telling you or teaching your soul anything and lost and unguided and then one day I just it was just too much turmoil and I think it was being lost in the chaos had taught me that there was peace inside of me and I found my spirit and once I went to my spirit in the end of 2017, I actually left to, I actually left to British Columbia as well. I um, went and lived in Williams Lake, which Central Interior BC for six months. And I worked with the most amazing organization that I still work with to this day. And I helped people recover from the impacts of a wildfire. And there being in a different setting, I was able to end out many pending cycles because I had left the environment I had gotten sick in. Mm -hmm. So that's how it started. (laughs) Beautiful. That's awesome. Um, There, there was something you said in there. I I guess what, what I would love for you to do is just elaborate on what you meant by um, finding your spirit. Okay. Yeah. So, so once I had left the environment in my initial step forward going to the opposite side of the country, I started really connecting with um, cultures and, um, you know, spiritual practices, I guess, of um, Indigenous people. Mm -hmm. So although it's not 
my per se culture. I know that all cultures have a, a spiritual aspect to it. Um, and I totally respect it because they've, you know, Turtle Island has been like clothing me and feeding me and raising me my whole life. And mm -hmm. I, I give a hundred percent respect to Turtle Island and their people. And I just really start connecting to source. And I started realizing that, hey, there's my ego and there's my spirit. There's not one. It's not, it's not just my ego. And then there's my higher self. And then, um, you know, being able to align my chakras and open all of them and realizing when one is being blocked. And I really started pulling back the veil of mm -hmm. society and who I thought I was. And yeah. Yeah, that's incredible. So awesome. Thank you for sharing that. I'm sure that resonates with a lot of people listening. And it certainly resonates with me. It definitely and many, many times feels like... Um, unraveling things or revealing things or pulling back the veil. And, and it's such a, such a beautiful, incredible journey. Um, so you are currently uh, in a cycle of inner child journey, inner child healing. Yes. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. That's, that's definitely something um, that I have also been doing for, for quite some time. And I'd say one of the more incredible experiences that I've had in my life was uh, during an ayahuasca ceremony, I, I've returned to myself as a child. I've, I've returned to, I don't know if I was eight or nine years old, probably roughly nine, uh, but I, I returned to uh, a moment of myself at that age and the, the physical environment that I was in and the sort of quality of the experience that I was having and, and the quality of the energy that I was carrying um, and just being able to go back and remember so vividly and um, in such a very profoundly embodied way myself like in that space and time and in that memory like profoundly changed um, my relationship with my inner child or, you know, that part of myself. And it really opened me up to the possibilities of tapping into things that uh, lie so, so deep within me that um, outside of something like an ayahuasca ceremony, I'm not necessarily really tapping into, at least not to that extent. Um, just what I just thought I'd share that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, what, uh, I don't know what, what tell me more about that inner child healing for you. That's, that's really, that's really great. Um, I'm, I'm so happy to have connected with you on that cycle because um, this is, this is a, a cycle that actually just happened at the end of this year. I'm trying to keep track of the, the evolution of cycles that I'm going through and just like the moon and like, the planet we turn and cycles change and so i i keep conscious of it um but yes this current cycle that i'm in was triggered by an event i found an ongoing issue in my life that um you know i was i was kept going back to and um i'm, I'm just going to be a little vague about it um but this issue had made me realize that i do have an inner childhood wound and it it has to do with um abandonment right mm -hmm. so i lose my father last year and before that um he wasn't really in my life not because of wanting 
to not be, but because of necessity. So he was like the sole worker in the family. He always had to work. He ha he was very rarely home. And there I had developed an inner childhood wound. And, and I didn't notice that lacking my father in my life, whether, you know, it wasn't purposely, had made me develop into um, a, a person that... Uh, I wasn't fully whole. I found that. So it was interesting because as soon as I discovered that I had an inner childhood wound, the universe started granting me with, with toys. Mm -hmm. So I went for a walk and I found a hula hoop and I was like, a hula hoop. I haven't done that since I was 10. And I started playing with it and playing with it and laughing like a child and the inner child of me was starting to heal. And then all of a sudden, my friend was like, Sophia, would you like my guitar hero, my rock band set like from 2005, you know, that was like the thing in high school. And I was like, yeah, I would love your rock band. So I'm like jamming out with my family. And then I started realizing that the universe had responded to me once I have responded to the universe. Mm. So it was interesting. <laughs> yeah that's so beautiful that's so beautiful the uh the the in the last episode um we were just talking and one of the things she said was um that when when we are equanimous and we're we're able to just be with whatever is occurring um so if an experience is coming up or if an emotion is happening and we're just uh, able to observe it the depth to which we are able to observe it the universe responds to that by it, it now entrusts us with more um because yeah. it, it now sees that where we are we are receptive and we're, we're able to hold space for it. And so it just gives us more of it, which is really cool. It's really cool to have had that conversation. And then you're talking about how um, once you've discovered that inner child um, wound uh, and, and you were ready to work on it and, and ready to just be with that, the universe responded. That's really, really cool. Do you find that your life is, is increasingly um, or simply is full of these sort of synchronistic events or serendipitous events? Yeah, you know what? And and I mean, people always ask me, why are you so happy and optimistic? And I said, I'm flowing with the universe. Like I am, I don't know how to explain it to people because a lot of people are in their ego, right? It's all about money and it's about getting that car and getting all these likes on Instagram and it's taking us further and further away from our spirit. And I'm all about closing out cycles and, and excited to jump into the, the new cycle. And I know all about these cycles or learning about these cycles and, and, and uh, responding to them had made my life flow a lot better on the, in the direction that I needed to go. I no longer had to obsess or being anxious about where's my life going. All I had to do was be present and all I had to do was flow. And all I had to do was open and close cycles and be responsible respond to them. And then just for the universe to confirm that I closed out the cycle, I would see 999. So when they would, when the universe was speaking to me, they'd be like, okay, cycle ended. And I would see a license plate drive by and go 999. And I'm like, okay, so keep going. And, and, you know, there's little signs and synchronicities that happened throughout this year, whenever I was on different cycles, like um, earlier in the year in, in my, in, the, in my summer cycles, uh, I was finding beautiful gems and crystals because I collect. I have healing crystals 
and um, I found a beautiful canvas painting of flowers, and they all were they all were compliments to this to the to the cycle that I was in then. And it was just gifts, and I would just say thanks to the universe, thank you for my gifts. Like they're just saying, you are on your path of abundance. Like thank you for following your cycle. Here's a here's a gemstone. <laughs> you know, <laughs> really here's nice. A here's a license plate. That's so cool. That's so awesome. <laughs> so you're saying that that uh, in some occasions, um, various numbers show up for you as sort of a, a confirmation of you you've closed out the cycle or you've started a cycle. Yeah. Yeah. So nine, when I was looking up numerology, so you were talking about life path seven in the beginning. Um, I believe, so I'm a life path nine. I'm not sure uh, which life path you are. Um, but uh, I, I learned a lot about numerology and it was funny because when we were in high school, I had a teacher that just mentioned uh, Miss Voges. She just said, okay, math is a language. And then ever since then it stayed with me, right? And and then when I went started think, uh, learning about um, spirituality, they started speaking about math is a language. And I said, okay, this is not just, you know, hokey pokey. This is like, math is a language. This is a legit thing. This is what we're taught in institutions. This is also what we're taught in spirituality. Okay. So they started saying 999 means an end of a cycle. 555 means change is coming. So every time the clock turns 555, we are meeting a, a cycle. We are meeting mm -hmm. a point on our, our cycles every day for all of us. It depends if you're receptive to it or if you're on it. You'll see it. Um, I, I'm not sure what begins a cycle. I would believe it's 111. But um, yeah, those those would be signs for me. Yeah, that's so cool. So cool. So one of the things clearly you've stumbled upon um, in your journey is numerology and, and working with numbers, which is really cool. Math is definitely, um, yeah, I, I mean, I'd say, I'd say the universe has a mathematical equation of some kind and, and uh, everything around us is uh, mathematically, can be mathematically expressed. Um, right can be interpreted mathematically just as it can be interpreted um, or expressed through um, a creative sort of expression like dance or the movement of the body um, and words of course language um, sound mm -hmm. all of these things all of these things are, are different interpretations of uh, what uh, that which is um, but it's it it's fun it's fun to you know like I think it's really cool that something like numerology is um, manifested in your life and in your day to day experiences and it it's like it's such a cool way of uh, relating and integrating things and it's cool it, it's like it's like um it's like you're you're playing and dancing with the universe and that's a really cool place to be in yeah and I honestly I I. I, you're dead on there <laughs> with what you're, you're spot on with that. Um, in which, in which I'm communicating with the universe. I'm, if I, and I would say this for everyone, if, you know, if you respond to the universe, the universe responds to you. So the more I'm receptive to 
the um, numerology and connecting to source, you know, like you said, going to the moon, going to, the, going to the river, going to places where there's rushes of energy that just really um, heals you. And, you know, it's just like, I learned about grounding. I watched this whole documentary. It's on YouTube, the grounding documentary of a guy doing a, a man doing a study on what, uh, scientifically how when you connect your feet to the ground and to the, to the dirt how it how it heals your body and you know and how I learned that we're made up of like a billion little atoms rushing together at the same time and we're just energy right so it's like I yeah like you said playing with the universe and it it responds back to me I'm I'm happily merrily skipping along you know it's and the life my life is just you know, um, flowing, <laughs> I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's beautiful. That's really beautiful. Um, yeah, that's a really beautiful place to be. I, uh, what, what comes up for me is, um, I, I feel called to share that while, um, for, for many of us, it, there's, there are these, I know for myself, I'll, I'll speak for myself, for myself, there, there are periods of time where, um, things feel very much, uh, in flow and sort of, um, I'm, I'm skipping along merrily as yeah. you put it. And, and it's a really wonderful place to be, um, that, there are also periods of life that are very much about doing some of the very tough work. Um, and, you know, this is not for everybody, um, but for some of us, myself included, the, the journey through life is not necessarily always um, this, this beautiful, you know, rose colored glass place. Sometimes um, there's work involved and that work can be challenging. That work can um, it can, it can be difficult. It, it really is like, uh, digging through dirt, um, looking for that gem. <laughs> Sometimes that gem doesn't just appear. You have to dig for it and, and you have to dig very deeply. And, uh, yeah. So, so I, I just, uh, to anyone listening, I, I think, um, it's, it's important to also hold space for, for the work that sometimes we are called to do. Um, yeah. and, and sometimes it, it doesn't necessarily look or feel, um, easy or fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes it's just difficult and, and that's okay. That's okay. And I mean, the, I found that the more, the more I surrender to that process, the more I, I begin to accept both of those, um, that's that duality of things as, um, equal equal experiences and equal offerings and uh one is not more yeah more yeah than the other um yeah so yeah. what's what's something that you've been kind of thinking about lately or what's been on your mind lately i think just what you said you know uh so although yes i'm in flow and with the universe i still have my priorities right so i have a very demanding um school schedule i also have you know set aside work you know i'm i'm there i'm pending to go back when i graduate in the in the spring and um just balance and when i was taking it was interesting because one of these courses that i'm taking on ethics and economics had spoke about the duality of, of, of the universe, right? So we have 
there's an altruistic side to it, but there is also a corruptive side, corrupted side, and that the balance is needed in society and in, especially in economics to kind of move forward. So, you know, there's um, access. So I did my my uh, study on um, uh, donating blood and how that is no longer a thing. That is no longer a service that you know the Canadian Red Cross does, but it is it is a service that major blood organizations do. Uh, take on right now mm-hmm. why because um red cross is seen as you know altruistic and then major corporations mm-hmm. are not they're more about the money they're more about the market value and red cross is on the non-market um norms so you can't touch that so but in the end in concluding my my paper i did say that there is a duality and we do need both so there is a balance it's not all light we do when the sun goes down we have the moon it is now dark so and then the sun comes up and it's now light so we have it you're in terms of balancing our cycle we are also having to be aware of the duality of life just like you had mentioned mm-hmm. yeah yeah definitely i it, it sounds like your your spiritual journey um, or your journey of um, yourself is informing um, things like uh, the papers that you write, which is which is really cool. Do you find that it, it's it's sort of um, I don't know if if you were to be um, in school and writing papers ten years ago, would it have been informed by your spiritual journey in the same way that it is now? Oh my, absolutely not. <laughs> No way. 20 years old. Um, you know, no, I went on a spiritual journey at 27, end of 27, you know, almost 28. So um, it's been since I've entered pretty much university. And now it influenced my work. And oh, God, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful for everything. For all. Oh, my God, it makes university so amazing. I love going to university. (laughs) That's so great. It's all those crystals. It's it's all those gems. (laughs) Sure. But you know what? There's jewels. There's gems inside of us that what I what I learned, I have a quote on my wall that says, for where your treasure is, there's your heart. There's where your heart will be. Mm. So the tre- the gems and the jewels are inside of us. Yeah. Yeah. Of course we are. Of course. I mean, we are the gems in some ways. You're funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Huh. I I had a question that came up. I I can't remember it. So I'm just gonna let that uh, float away. Um. Yeah. What yeah. Uh, what comes up for you? If you just take a moment and, uh, yeah, just take a moment and then, I don't know, express whatever comes up. Um, it's funny because I, as connecting to the universe, you know, all these cycles going on, you know, and then, you know, uh, dualities and all this, you know, and just being in the flow of it. Um, I asked the universe kind of who am I what's my purpose and a lot of people I find are struggling to find that these days right so people are opting out into you know just kind of uh, being in the ego world and being consumed by it in certain ways I'll just say that and 
once you're in the flow of spirit, you can you can actually communicate with the universe. And I asked, what is my purpose? There's been signs and synchronicities throughout my life when I was less aware. Now I'm completely aware. My ego is is balanced um, to my spirituality. And I got this message on my phone on Pinterest that said, Angel Rasbar has a message for you. I'm like, who's Angel Rasbar? And it was under a, uh, under a picture and it had a whole description of who I was supposed to be in this world. And wow. Angel Rasbar is an ancient angel that's known me in the universe apparently for a very long time and i honor her i have an angel i have like a little cherub in the corner of my room just because she's with me all the time um and it said to me that and i have it and i have it printed on my wall and i try to read it every day when i feel lost about who i am you know and flowing with the universe and it had said to me that you will be silently um bringing and guiding peace into this world but not in a huge way you're going to be doing it silently i'll be going person to person i'll be influencing people through um it's what's called divine silence which is peace i'll be a light in the world and it'll be pleasing the master and that there are many lights in this world but you know i'll be i'll be kind of helping people out of the darkness just by being who I am, I guess, being in flow, being in state and being in my own state, my natural state in the universe. And I've been so grateful ever since. Wow. That is so beautiful. That's so, so cool. And so wait, you, you, you got, you got a notification on your phone from Pinterest and an angel Raz Razbar. Is that what yeah. you said? Okay. Wow. That is so beautiful. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy for you that you have, um, um, connected with your purpose in, in such a, an incredibly like, um, integrated and affirming, affirming way. That's really, really cool. Yeah. Uh, we all, we all have that, that, you know, and we're innately weary. We are healers and, um, we have to be open and receptive to it. And anybody that's, you know, here with us, just ask once you're in the flow, once you understand duality and cycles, okay, you're open to the language of the universe, which is numerology, then ask, what is my purpose? And it'll come to you on what you frequent. So I frequent Pinterest and I, well, let's say you frequent Facebook or Twitter or it'll come up or, or, or let's say you frequent the library or anywhere. The universe will connect to you where they best find suited. And you will know if you are very lost about what is your purpose in this world. Mm -hmm. I yeah. yeah, I love that. Hope you all heard that. That's beautiful. Um, yeah, that's, that's, um, that's definitely beautiful. I definitely know what it's like to be seeking purpose and uh, seeking it high and low, just kind of looking under anything. Yeah. <laughs> just, just looking for it. Right. Um, and and I also know what it's like not to look for it anymore and, and be okay with that. And um, yeah, it's, uh, 
And we certainly all have different experiences. Um, I know for me, there there's a what resonates with me is that there is a purpose in in um, on different levels, and there are different layers um, that that contain purpose in in a different way. Um, so purpose can look like um, being present to myself, being present to um, the environment around me, being being present to the earth, the ecosystems, um, being present to my mind and my spirit and my soul and all that stuff, and and uh, giving of myself, giving the gifts that I've been given to give, um, also being a vessel for the giving to take place. There's that kind of purpose, and and you know, there's purpose on a sort of um, a, a slightly more macrocosmic level, you know, of uh, the journey of life itself. And then, you know, on a planetary level and celestial level, and there's purpose in, in everything, just like there is anything and everything, um, right. in my opinion. Um, yeah, that's, that's really, really cool. I, I'm sure, I'm sure someone listening is thinking, yeah, that's, that's, I totally get that. That's what my life is like always getting these numbers and these crystals and just it's really, really cool. I mean, I'm still thinking about the license plate. I'm still picturing this license plate <laughs> driving by 999. That's so cool. So what else have you come across like, um, a, a, you know, drawing a parallel uh, with uh, numerology and things like that? What else has sort of um, become something that's been a become a part of your life? Um. I think connecting to my natural elements. So, um, you know, I'm really like the sun. I know that's my, my under underneath my, my birth chart. I'm, I'm apparently that's the, my ruling sun, my ruling star. So being connected to, um, that aspect as well, you know, they, everyone knows, um, astrology, <clears throat> And astrology is a big part of spirituality. It's it's one of the many aspects to it. Um, so we got the sky and then we have the ground and we have the earth and everything's connected. It's all duality. And um, so connecting, so knowing that going to source, um, so connecting with nature and even animals and things like that had really um helped me on my journey there's a multitude it literally when i can when i picture it it's like a circle that has many moving parts and mm -hmm. that's who we are and we're in the center of it um mm -hmm. and so there's those they're just those many different categories that i've mentioned and i'm just trying to really think because there's so many pieces to it there were so many cycles that i've gone through in the last three years. Um, it's just, uh, I'm just really trying to think about it. But I was, you know, when I, I connected and resonated to what you were saying, finding purpose by being connected and going out there and connecting to all those different sources is, is definitely a way to find it. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I, t I totally understand. Uh, what you or I think I understand what you're saying when you say uh, there's so many, so many cycles, so many, so many layers. Um, there, there's certainly um, 
it's uh, it's infinity, um, really, what it is, and that that can feel like a lot, can seem like a lot, and and um, it's also what makes it so beautiful. I love the uh, the picture that you sort of um, drew there with the uh, circle and the moving parts, and we're at the center of it. Um, that that's a really cool image, and I. I'd like to add to that. Then there's, you know, that circle in itself is a part of uh, is a part of one of many parts in another circle, and that just goes on and on for forever. Um, and yeah. do you, do you do that a lot? Sort of visualizing things or conceptualizing them with uh, very specific visuals or pictures of things. Yeah. So I guess one of the many things that I could also talk about that you just sparked um I just remembered so what the way I the way I connect it just to make it easy for everybody is called the Vitruvian man the, um, da Vinci's concept mm -hmm. um so the man is in a in a, in the middle of a circle with many moving parts and that kind of represents kind of who we are in this world that's that's kind of how I picture it and yes I do um I'm very, I've, my intuition had, has grown. So I learned a lot about Claire, Claire Cognizance, Claire Audience, mm -hmm. Claire Essence, um, all, all the different clarities that are connected to my crown chakra, um, just sending out that signal. So um, yes, I tie it into visuals, but the visuals come to me. So if the universe right now is trying to speak to me so that I can send out the right message to everybody, they're giving me that visual to tell you all. And, but because I'm Claire, um, Claire cognizant, um, and, uh, yeah. So because I'm connected, I'm getting, I get visuals sent to me and then I will put them out, um, on top of, uh, learning a lot about, uh, energy. So, for example, uh, Nicholas Tesla, he said that you can figure out the universe or the key to the universe is three, six, and nine. And you know, when we talk about the telephone, now all all things in this world are connected to a natural format. So, telephone, tele, tele telepathic, right? So, mm -hmm. we naturally can connect to each other through our own brain waves, our vibrations. So we can talk to each other and, and send signals. And that telephone had gotten its, you know, gotten its uh, idea from, from how we naturally connect with each other. So, you know, that's another thing to look forward to once you're on the flow in the cycle and, and, you know, duality, you start, getting right into that um that visual that i just mentioned the man the man or woman in 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 the circle or um you know a uh, person sorry in the circle and uh things are moving around us <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah that's so cool my god there are so many things there that i want to pick apart and dive into that that uh, all of that was uh, very interesting and uh definitely stuff i want to talk about um let's start with 
so I, I don't want to forget. So I'm just going to mention this before I go back for a moment. Um, but intuition, you mentioned that you've uh, become more and more intuitive. I'd, I'd love to dive into that and talk a little bit more about that since this is an intuitive session after all. Um, right. But before we do that, there was something else that you had mentioned, and it was uh, telepathy. Have you had any experiences with telepathy or anything you can share around that? Yeah. Um, so I would say because of strengthening and understanding my alignment of my chakras, right? So this is for everybody. We have an, our energy field runs down the vagus nerve, which is down the center of us. So I've studied, I've studied human development in university. And then alongside with studying my own spirituality, this um, system that we have going, going in our, in our beings and our bodies um, connect right up to the crown chakra. So the crown chakra is mainly in charge of that so the the telepathy the connecting to others that is our human telephone we once we strengthen our chakras and they all align and we are absolutely strengthen our crown one we are definitely you are definitely going to start speaking and connecting to others who have the line open as well mm. Mm -hmm. yeah cool so cool. So do you have um, concrete examples? You don't have to answer that. But if you do, feel free to share. I mean, just so just this morning, um, I thought about a friend who lives across the road from me. We're, we're connected on a spiritual level. Um, we went on as I got into the healing journey, I had um, in, I had kind of inspired her to go on it as well. And yeah, I guess my, um, how do I say it? My energy field from my crown chakra had connected to her call. And she pretty much, I thought about her. So, and she thought about me. And then we confirmed it with a real world physical, physical um, connection. So mm -hmm. I got, a, I got a text from her. Mm -hmm. And yeah. so that's, ha that's happened many times where I will call somebody um, Claire cognitive, you know, telepathy with telepathy, and then they'll confirm it in three the 3D world. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, beautiful, beautiful. Um, Claire cognizant that that was another thing <clears throat> I wanted to bring up. Um, that's definitely the one that resonates with me the most. Um, but uh, b before we kind of move on, I, I just want to take a moment to say. Um, one, thank you for uh, showing up. Thank you for um, being present to this, uh, you know, this episode, co-creating with me, um, being playful, being intuitive, bringing yourself. Um, thank you for that connection and for doing that. It's, it's truly a beautiful gift and I appreciate it. I just wanted to take a moment to thank you. As well, I, I want to say, I, in, in listening to you um, share your experiences and um, speak about your journey um, and, and just really, you know, witnessing you showing up for this um, co-creative space, um, I, I feel, I feel at like a sort of, um, and uh, uh, 
a happiness for you and and for the the journey that you are on and and uh, the unfolding of that and the sort of beauty and and joy that you are tapping into and dancing with and the growth and um I, I just, uh, for a moment there, as I was listening to you talk about telepathy and stuff, I just felt um, happiness for you. And um, almost like a, you know, it, proud is not the word I'm really looking for. And it's funny because in the last episode, I was also like, I was looking for the right word, but I couldn't find it. Um, <laughs> proud is the only word I can think of, but it's something along those lines. There's just the quality of, um, feeling good that um, like that I'm, I'm getting to witness um, this beautiful unfolding and uh, it's, it's just beautiful. So just taking a moment to do that. Um, so thank you. I, I feel, I feel joy for you. And uh, yeah, I guess with that said, thank you for, for the joy that in me witnessing your joy, I feel joy. So thank you for the joy right. that I now have um, or have more of. Uh, all of that said, let's talk about intuition. What, um, yeah, to, you know, just uh, share share your thoughts, share your feelings, share whatever you want to share uh, with regards to intuition. What does it mean to you? What What's it like for you? Yeah, thank you so much for that. Um, honestly, when I am connecting to spirit and speaking about spirit, I want to inspire others. I really do. I want to take everybody on this spirit playful journey, right? Because I am, I am like everybody else. I'm not uh, different. The only thing that may be different is that I've discovered uh, this and that now I'm sharing it with others. So we all are on a cycle. We are all closing out cycles and in a duality and in this earth together. And we all have these gifts. It's all about strengthening, you know, our alignment in this world, the chakras. And there's like, we've spoken about many different ways of doing it. And when it comes to intuition, intuition is definitely um, just the center of our being, right? It's just what connects us to each other. And how we speak and respond to other energies and our, you know, we need to access this, our intuition, not to ignore it. And once you ignore it, I, I found that I had alert systems come out in me like anxiety and anger and all the lower vibrational, um, you know, energies, you know, staying down in the red zone. And once I followed my intuition. I was in the, the yellow, sorry, the uh, green zone, which is um, joy and happiness. And, and, and that was all guided. And you're right. And all of this was guided by my intuition. You know, mm -hmm. it was all a guidance from my inner knowing from my intuition. And it had spoken to me and guided me. And it was speaking to me in certain ways and alarms would go off in my system. So we have like, at the top, we have our crown chakra, then we have um, at, our third eye chakra, and then we have our um, communication, and we have our heart chakra, our solar plexus, our sacral, and our root chakra. And my most active chakra is my solar plexus, which is like right in this, where my, where your sternum is, I believe, in, in your own stomach. And that's what connects us to people. Mm -hmm. And that's going off a lot a lot, a lot. And I said, well, is this my 
is this my connective chakra? Like, is this, is this what's connecting me to people? And, and it might've been, and I, that's the one I'm still kind of working on. And, but my intuition has been guiding me throughout this. Like, okay, there's, we got alignment with all the other ones, but this is the one there's a little bit of a knot or sometimes we pick up on other people's energies. And this is what people have to also realize. And this is like you said, like I said, guided by your intuition. Um, if you're feeling pain somewhere or feeling some emotion for no reason, this mm -hmm. is somebody else's, this could be somebody else's energy. And that happens to me a lot. I have, I have to tell myself, this is not my energy. And then it goes away once you acknowledge it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's actually, that brings up, uh, I've, I've had uh, recently conversations around that. Um, for example, I'd had a conversation pretty recently with someone who said, uh, who told me a story of her walking, just going for a walk and then um, noticing this energetic signature um, on, on like the sidewalk or just, you know, a, along the way and, and walking by it and really feeling like the, the energetic imprint there and then taking it on and, and then going, wait, hold, hold on a sec. This isn't mine. This, this isn't my, this isn't my frustration or sadness. And then kind of, um, walked away and put it down. Um, another conversation recently was around picking up on other people's emotions Mm -hmm. and being uh, sensitive to that. Um, so that's, it. that's that's awesome that you brought that up. Um, I, I like kind of, um, how do I put this? It, it's kind of like the uh, the rabbit hole, like except except I'm the rabbit. and when I when I find like a, something shiny, I, I notice it like on the on the left hand side, I kind of just go in that direction. I, I like to follow these different things. So let's go with that. Um, and then we can definitely come back to intuition at any point. Feel free to steer the ship along with me because that is what we are doing. I'm just saying goodbye to my friend. Um, uh, sorry, a little bit of a distraction there. Um, where was I? Oh, um, yes. Um, yeah, so you you just mentioned a bit about um, picking up things that aren't yours. Can you can you share more about that? Um, yeah. So it, exactly to what you were just saying um, that we when we're out in the world, we are picking up on energies, and there's all different vibrations out there. Um, if something is in a lower vibration. So let's say anger, jealousy, or hate, or death, or something bad. You, once you align your chakras and you kind of um, are aware and you're aware of your intuition and you're aware of your flow in life, you are more receptive to, I guess, being, um, you know, acknowledging it. Um, a lot of the times people just go, oh, I get a bad feeling. Yeah, that's, that's the same thing. <laughs> mm. um, but going in deeper, you know, where you just were might have been a place where something bad had happened, or something bad is coming, or you're talking to a person and you're getting a lot of bad energy and your your body is like almost basically rejecting them. That's another sign that um, you shouldn't be here. Um, so our body is constantly sending us signals and speaking to us. And 
and being being um you know kind of healthy and going on in our in our day-to-day life being you have to be receptive to these things because you can you can accumulate blocks in your energy field and um i'm not i haven't confirmed this and i didn't look too much into it but i saw a little bit about how it ties into our health Mm -hmm. um, and can cause certain diseases because we are not um responding so the universe the universe and our body are constantly speaking to us and we're not responding appropriately um can cause knots in our system mm-hmm. yeah yeah i i definitely um uh, that that resonates with me particularly the part um, i mean i'm not entirely convinced of it however i do believe that there on some level there is truth around um often dis-ease is an extension or a manifestation of uh, something not feeling in alignment or something not feeling good and and that probably comes from um in the context of uh, having these intuitive uh impulses or these alert systems that that go off and then not not listening to that not not doing what what it's trying to get you to do not not heeding the message um, when we turn away i i find that's when we create um more friction because now we're we're holding um we're we're holding something that um you know like we've tried very hard you know with our intuition and the universe um try to tell ourselves, Hey, this is, you know, let go of this, let go. Um, Don't hold on to this. Um, so it's definitely like, I, I find it like in, in some ways, or at least in my experience, sometimes it takes courage to listen to that intuition and to really, um, follow it and and to go with it and to make the kind of kinds of choices, um, that are in alignment with that. Um, that just takes courage sometimes and, and it, it's not always like the easiest choices to make. No, I mean, especially when we're in a society that tells us, you know what, if you're feeling bad, don't think about it, numb your brain, go get some alcohol, you know, mm-hmm. get, get some painkillers or let's go and, uh, you know, the only, the only, um, um, you know, certain other sources that are receptive to our body are the ones that we have receptors for. So like marijuana, we do have that receptor in our brain. Um, we do have the cannabinoid. I can't, I can't say it. I just <laughs> totally messed it up. We have that in our receptor in our brain. And we also have GABA receptors in our brain. And that's what a lot of people will go to holistic and naturopathic therapies because even my brother studied neuroscience in university um, in his master's degree and he said yeah he told me the term I forgot it but it means that we are most receptive to the to the to to the systems that have receptors in our our brain so um, going to marijuana or going to GABA things like that will help us on our journey of you know, feeling, needing assistance or, you know, and obviously everything in excess is, is too much, but, um, is not good for you. But I, I had taken on GABA for my anxiety 
Mm -hmm. and turned my whole life around. It, it's, a, it's a vitamin. It's basically like vegetables <laughs> or, uh, you know, I think, I think what I read one of the, yeah, inside of it, it's all naturopathic. So, and I had a really bad, my, your skin reacts, right? So when your health systems start falling, your something, you know, your, your skin will react. Let's say, for example, I was getting a lot of acne. Mm -hmm. I'm taking GABA and B5 and my acne had left and completely regenerate my skin completely regenerated my face has no scars no acne I don't have to buy any crazy creams or do anything it's completely gone wow and I could take a picture of my face and show you all from before and after and it was like I was open and receptive to what my body was telling me and the, and this is my main message is the universe is always speaking to us please be open to it mm, yes beautiful so beautiful so beautiful thank you so much for um, a wonderful conversation thank you for showing up um, yeah this was lovely thank you so much thank you so much for connecting with me it's been so wonderful connecting with you again and being able to speak um, on, on these topics. And that was intuitive session number seven. Seven, according to numerology, represents the vibrations and energies of many, many things like persistence of purpose, poise, peace, ritual, myth, secrets, religion, thoughtfulness, understanding of others, introspection, natural healer and healer. It goes on and on and on. That was such a beautiful conversation and such a beautiful closing out of cycles for me. Um, I hope you enjoyed that. Uh, truly, from my heart to yours, thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Share share feedback, share the podcast, um, come and be a guest. As always, I love you. I thank you. I forgive you. And uh, we'll talk soon on the next episode. Until then, ciao.